I have some exciting news for you today coming from the Center Church Discipleship Podcast. While we are on this mid-season break, uh, as we're going through the series, The Bible is for You, uh, we have the privilege of hearing from a number of different Bible teachers on many assorted topics throughout the Christian life. Why, you might ask, do we have this privilege? Well, this summer we have a summer discipleship program called City Project for our students, and we have a number of godly speakers coming in and teaching on all different areas of the Christian life. So while they are here, I'm going to interview them for the podcast. We'll hear about everything from the Bible to suffering, from evangelism uh, to the image of God. And so I hope that you continue to tune in while we are on this mid-season break for an assortment of encouragement from a number of gifted Bible teachers. We're going to call these the City Project Sessions, and uh, you will be receiving them weekly while we are on this mid-season break. I hope it's encouraging to you. Welcome to the Center Church Discipleship Podcast, where we seek to equip and empower those who believe in Jesus to live out their faith as all of life disciples of Jesus. Hey, this is Justin Leach here with the Center Church Discipleship Podcast. Welcome back. And today we are going to be going a little bit different direction than we have been going. We've been walking through uh, The Bible is for You, but as you heard last week, we're taking a break on that. And this week I have a good friend uh, here with me uh, to chat over the podcast and the Discipleship Podcast uh, for us. His name's Wes Smith. Uh, Wes has been a friend of mine for a lot of years. He's been my boss. Uh, He has discipled me and taught me a ton about ministry. And so today I wanted to bring him in and chat with him about a topic that he just taught our City Project uh, college students on this morning. So Wes, welcome to Charlottesville. Uh, How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Made it up here to Charlottesville today. It's been great to be back here. My wife and I came here like a couple months ago uh, for a little um, for a little retreat together, and it's just cool to be back here in the city. Yeah, we're glad to have you uh, in our high tech podcasting studio, which is a back corner closet at uh, Cross Life Community Church. So gracious to let us use some space uh, for the summer, uh, but really glad to have Wes here today. So uh, the topic that we're going to be talking about with Wes today is the topic of suffering in the life of a disciple. And as Wes always says, he wants to be asked about evangelism. He wants to come teach about the glory of God, but he somehow has turned into the guy that talks about suffering and gets called on this topic. Wes, tell us a little bit, why has that turned into your thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly what you're saying. I never really wanted to be the suffering guy. I guess nobody wants to be that guy, but it's just what God it's what God has for me. So I guess my story a little bit is over the last 10 years, um, I've had seven knee surgeries, three hip surgeries, and on top of that, a chronic nerve issue that I've been dealing with. So um, because of that and because of hopefully what God has been teaching me and using me through it, people have wanted to bring me in to talk about it. But yeah, so it's just been a, a, lot, a lot of my story the last couple of years to just how I've been walking through and walking with God in the midst of suffering. Yeah, I'm really thankful that Wes would come, and it's very timely in this season with the pandemic going on, uh, as well as all of the racial tension that our country is processing. Now, there are just a lot of hard things going on, and people are walking through intense suffering uh, right now. I mean, that's always the case, but right now it just seems to be elevated. So I'm thankful that Wes would come and help us talk through on the podcast what it looks like uh, to process and walk through suffering in the life of a disciple. So first, Wes, uh, how would you define suffering? What What is suffering? Yeah, there's a lot of different ways that you could define suffering, but here's the definition that I use, is that suffering is when something you love is taken away from you. So that could be anything that you, something that anything that you love is just taken away. So for example, that could be family. So when divorce happens or when a loved one dies, your family is taken away. That could be your health. So based off maybe injury or 
cancer or mental illness, just something like that, your health can be taken away or maybe even your future is taken away. You didn't get the job you wanted. You didn't get into the school that you wanted to. So, so suffering is basically just anything that you love that is taken away. That's good. Yeah, that, that's helpful to take such an abstract concept and put a little bit of, of, of meaning behind it. Um, and when one thing you talked about this morning with the students is that suffering also isn't a, a competitive sport. Uh, so when you are going through suffering, whether it's big and massive or seemingly small, it's intense in the moment, regardless of what that is. And we have to process it and deal with it if it's seemingly big or small. Yeah, yeah, I think that's so important because I think at times we can think because somebody else is going through something really hard, you see some tragedy on the news and you think, well, they're going through that, so you know I'm going through anxiety, so that's not a big deal. But that's not true. That, like I've said, you know, suffering is not a competitive sport. So just because somebody else is going through something harder or bigger, it doesn't make it any easier for you. So we need to all kind of be honest about what we're going through and walk through it. What uh, when we're talking about suffering? What are some of the main causes of suffering? Why why are the different? What are the different reasons that suffering comes into our lives? Yeah, when I when I think about why we suffer, there's really three main reasons that I see. The first reason is that we suffer is because of our sin, because we make a sinful or really just bad decisions, and because of that, suffering can enter into our lives. So uh, maybe that you made some, some bad decision and it, and it led you into a life of addiction, right? That was because of a bad decision that you made, you know, that, that came into your life. Second one is that sometimes we suffer because somebody else made a bad decision. So it has nothing to do with you. You did not make any bad decision, but maybe maybe your parents made a bad decision, right? And because of your parents' bad and sinful decision, is having a big impact on your life. You know, whether that's a, whether that's something like divorce, or maybe that's something like even like abuse, or maybe even like there's addiction in your family, and you're, there's consequences you've had to deal with it. But then the last reason is that we just live in a broken world because sin has entered the world. We live in a world that has natural disasters that has sickness, I mean, that has a pandemic like COVID going on right now, because we live in a broken world, it's not because anybody around you made a bad decision or you made a bad decision. It's just because we live in a broken, messed up world, suffering happens. Yeah. You know, it's helpful because I think a lot of times we can think if we're suffering, there has to be some fault in me. And while none of us are the innocent sufferer, we all have some wrong in our life. It's not necessarily because we have done the wrong thing that directly correlates to the suffering that we're walking through. And that's that's important to understand as we're processing through through suffering. Um our culture uh, frames our worldview and the way that we process different things. And the American Western culture of the 21st century uh, frames the way that we face suffering in, in different ways that different cultures have understood suffering differently. And even different cultures around the world right now uh, understand suffering differently than us. So what are some of the harmful ways you see our culture impacting the way we understand our suffering? Yeah, so if you think about our culture right now, there's really three things three values that we hold up very, very high. First is individual happiness, that we think it is everybody's right to be individually happy at all times. Second, we very highly value comfort, living a comfortable, easy lifestyle. And then last is purpose, that we have, we, we believe that we should have this grand purpose for our life and we should be able to live out that purpose with no hindrances. The problem is with happiness, comfort, and purpose is that suffering messes all that up. If your goal in life is happiness, then usually suffering is going to go directly against that because suffering usually doesn't bring happiness into our life. And so the reality is, as a culture right now, especially like you know the American or just Western culture, we are more affluent than we've ever been. We have more medical technology than we've ever been. There's so many things we don't have to worry about. But in many ways, we struggle with suffering more than we ever have. 
in all of human history, really. There's a guy who's a, his name is Dr. Paul Brand, and he was actually a doctor. He spent his first half of his career in India and the second half of his career in America. And he was kind of comparing how Americans and Indians kind of dealt with this. And this is what he says. He says, in the U.S., I encountered a society that seeks to avoid pain at all costs. Patients lived at a greater comfort level than any I had previously treated, but they seemed far less equipped to handle suffering and far more traumatized by it. So what he's saying is, okay, what he realizes is that people in America, even though they had way more resources, way more money, way more affluence, they struggled dealing with suffering far more than other people. And a lot of that's because of our worldview and what we expect out of our lives. Yeah, the worldview that we are taking in impacts our ability to suffer well, because the reality is that we're all going to face suffering. Uh, You might be listening to this uh, and younger in life and having not faced any suffering yet, but it's going to come. Wes is the college pastor at Summit, probably uh, still by, especially at Center Church, you might be an older guy. Uh, But in the the world, the grand scheme of things, you're you're a younger man, but you've been through a lot of suffering. So wherever we're at, um, we are... uh, either having faced, will face suffering. It, it's coming, and we need to be able to process it. Um, that being said, um, what are some of the ways that you would recommend fighting for joy and trusting God and faithfulness in the midst of suffering? Yeah, no, I think that's a really, really good question. Um, I mean, the reality is the fight—here's the fight in the midst of suffering. The fight in the midst of suffering is to believe that God loved you. See, what we're going to do is oftentimes we look at our circumstances to try to figure out how God loves us. So we can look at our circumstances and say, okay, maybe I'm dealing with, you know, anxiety. Maybe I'm dealing with an abusive home or maybe I'm dealing with, um, you know, who knows what you're dealing with. We're all dealing with very difficult things. And we can look at our circumstances and say, that's how God feels about us. God doesn't love me because of this is happening, because that's happening. And that's what Satan wants to do. He wants to lie to us. He wants to get us to look at our circumstances. But actually, the Bible tells us to instead of look at our changing circumstances, look at the unchanging Christ. Fix your eyes on the cross because the cross is God screaming at you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Because on the cross, what we see is that Jesus came and he was actually the only purely innocent sufferer, one who never sinned, but he experienced the eternal suffering on the cross in our place. So we never have to experience that. So the reality is I always really, I always encourage people, okay, when you're in the midst of suffering, don't look at your circumstances to see how God feels about you. Look at the cross because the cross is God's objective evidence that he loves you and then he cares about you. And then kind of from there, you go into making sure that you're not suffering in isolation. It's so easy. We want to pull back from community, make sure we press into community where there's other people reminding us of the truth of the scripture, spending daily time in God's word, uh, spending daily time in prayer. Those are just some helpful ways that God has given us to continue to seek his presence and be reminded of his, of the truth of the gospel in the midst of suffering. Mm, that's that's so powerful. The kind of getting back to that worldview idea that our culture says uh, avoid suffering. The reality of our world that we see though is it's not quite attainable to do that, but God gives hope in the midst of it. He says there's suffering coming, but you have the cross to look to to find some sort of steadfastness and way through uh, in the midst of it. That's so, so powerful. Um, at the end of your talk uh, at City Project, you went through a, a whole slew of verses that talk about suffering in the Christian life and just took, took away um, a couple main points of suffering, truths that, that are pulled out of these verses. What were a couple of those truths about suffering that we learned from Scripture? Yeah, I mean, I think one, a couple of those truths that one is that we just, we hit on this one earlier, is that's just that suffering is promised. 
that in this world, there's a reality as we are going to suffer. You know, John, Jesus says in John 16 that in this world you will have tribulation. In 1 Peter 4, it says, uh, you know, Peter says, don't be surprised when the fiery trial comes upon you. The reality is that Christians are going to suffer, so we shouldn't be surprised when it happens. But the other reality that the Bible teaches, which is very countercultural and very helpful, though, is that our suffering is not meaningless. That God uses our suffering to work in our lives, and two of the main reasons he does that is to use our suffering to make us more like himself and uses our suffering to show off his power. He, he shows us that in 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10, when you know, Paul is begging that Jesus would take, take away the storm of the flesh and the resurrected Lord says to him, he says two things, my grace is sufficient for you and my power is made perfect in you through weakness. So his grace is sufficient. What he means by that is that God's grace is sufficient to sustain us in the midst of suffering. So if God chooses not to remove the suffering in our lives, we can trust that his grace is going to sustain us because he has both delivering power and sustaining power in our life. The second thing is that God is using our suffering to show off his power. That when God uses broken, messed up, weak people, it shows off his power in amazing ways. If we look all throughout the Bible, we see over and over and over again, God using weak, broken, messed up people because it's when his power is working through them that it shows off his glory in a whole new way. Hmm, That's good. Um, I guess uh, closing out, one thing you said this morning was that suffering is huge in our world, and there's a lot of intellectual conversations out there about suffering and God. But when it comes down to it, we all have to interact with suffering on a very personal level. Uh, That's one reason it's not a a competitive sport, right? It it comes down to me, I'm suffering, I'm having a hard time. And I know many people in our church, uh, likely many people listening to the podcast today, are walking through a season of suffering, given all that's going on in our world right now. So for someone that's facing a season of acute suffering, what, uh, how would you encourage them? Yeah, I think I would encourage them in a couple ways. First, I would say is that your suffering is not always going to last. You know, the Revelation 21 says that there's going to be no more, you know, no more crying, no more tears. And so your suffering has an expiration date. So whatever you're going through, no matter how long you go through it, no matter how hard it is, uh, you know, Paul says it's light and momentary compared to the eternal weight that's coming for us. But the reality is it doesn't feel light and momentary. It feels heavy and it feels long. I just know my own life, yeah, the, the, the thought of going through chronic pain for the next 40, 50 years is overwhelming. But what you need to know is that you have a God who loves you, a God who is present in your pain. He has given you the spirit that lives inside of you. He has taken away your ultimate suffering, and you're not called to go through this alone, that he is going to walk alongside of you. He loves you deeply, and I think uh, just knowing that God can use our suffering to make us more and more like himself. Like It's not this meaningless thing, this random thing that's happening, but you have a God who loves you deeply, who is working in the midst of your suffering. So I, I would I would probably just sit down there, sit with them, ask them how they're doing, just let them talk for an hour and maybe give them just one encouragement at the end. But I would just, man, I would just really just hopefully love them and encourage them with the word as much as possible. Yeah, one, um, one thing that came out now and in the session was how important bringing suffering to community is and not hiding. So I'd encourage you, if you are walking through a season of difficulty, Satan's lie is to say you're the only one struggling with that. Satan's lie is to say that uh, you should be ashamed because of that. Uh, But the truth is that you have a church family 
uh, here at Center Church, or I hope wherever you are, if you're listening to this, you have a church family that will just be so excited to love you through what you're walking through. So I'd encourage you to talk to somebody. If you have a Bible study, somebody mentoring or discipling you, a discipleship group, whatever that is, uh, talk to somebody. Let them pray for you. Just listen to you and encourage you with what you are going through. And well, I just want to say uh, thanks, Wes, for uh, hopping on the podcast today. Uh, Wes, again, is the college pastor down at the Summit Church, our mother church uh, in uh, Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. And uh, I'm really glad that he could come share some of his wisdom on uh, the topic of suffering today. Thank you for listening to the Center Church Discipleship Podcast, where we seek to equip and empower those who believe in Jesus to live out their faith as all of life disciples of Jesus. Be sure to subscribe so you can be alerted when new episodes are released. If you have questions or there are topics you want to be discussed on the podcast, please email justin at centerseagull.com. We would love to hear from you.